Same result. Same team. But Eric Carlson gets closer to 100. Might not have played much defense tonight either. We'll break it all down and more right after this here on Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. Oh, you love to hear that. It's April 6, 2023, and your San Jose Sharks lose to the Colorado Avalanche 6-2. How did they get to an overtime with the with this team the other night? Welcome to this edition of Teal Town After Dark, your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every single Sharks game, home and away. Oh, you have four more of these to go. Oh, God. Uh, so if you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it. Chat with us and fellow hockey fans all over the world and in Sharks territory on the YouTube page or the app. Of course, you want to follow us on the social Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, TikTok. We're working on that one. Find everything at tealtownusa.com. And if you want to support the pod, you can always do it on, with a Venmo donation on t at tealtownusa or hit us up in the YouTube super chat. Yes, indeed. And with that, we say good evening to Jules. What's up, guys? I'm back, and I'm no longer undefeated when the Sharks... Sharks actually lost the game when I'm on, so thank you, Sharks. No longer my fault. It's no longer Jules' fault, even though we might blame her May 8th when the Sharks end up picking 6th overall mm -hmm. in the draft. Will Smith is a San Jose Shark. We'll be getting jiggy with it coming up, but... But first, uh, Jules, good evening to you. Um, what an interesting night of professional men's ice hockey. I think one team was an AHL team. The other team was The other team looks like they're getting ready for a, a strong playoff run. Yeah, the other team doesn't have their top defenseman and still win. So <laughs> yeah. they just lost Kale McCarr. Uh, for the yeah, um, it's, it's bad. They're it's not even bad. fully healthy. They had Evan Rodriguez on their like top line, offensive. And what he had like a multi-point night. Ben Myers one. had two goals. I forgot that dude existed. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, <laughs> a two-goal night for him. Nathan McKinnon a four-point night along with Miko Rantanen who had a hat trick. Of course he did. Uh, Evan Rodriguez with an assist. I mean. Hey, you just look at the, the scoring sheet, and it's just oh, God. I mean, for the Sharks, <laughs> when your top shooter is Stephen Lawrence. No, bless Stephen Lawrence. But also, I, I, I mean, no. The guys kind of put it together, though. But, I mean, and he's trying to show up late in there. But, you know, when he's your leading shot, uh, shooter, I guess you could call it, with four. You know, yes, Couture ended up getting some in the third period, and so did LeBanc. But, you know, Hurdle, one shot on goal. Hurdle just had a bad game. I Like, stupid penalty. That's an obvious trip. Hurdle's had a good season, but it was just Yeah, and Thrun uh, had a rough night. Listen, you're putting the dude out against like the 
Stanley Cup champs. Like, don't freak out about this. He had a really bad giveaway. I think second goal. He just had a rough night. He's a rookie defenseman, kind of paired with fucking Shimmick. Nothing against Shimmick, but like, give the kid a better shot. <laughs> um, Thrun just had a rough game. Again, I'm still high on Thrun. Just he had a rough game, but also it's the Avs. They're a whole lot better than the Shirts. Yeah. Turn up your volume a little bit. You're kind of going in and out just as a little. That's better. Yeah, that's that better. better. That's better. Gotcha. Just seeing that a little bit. Um, <laughs> so let's get into it. The Sharks, you know, on a four game point streak. <laughs> yeah, great timing. Um, Avalanche, nine and two in their last 11. You know, they've won five of their last six. Uh, they went from third to first. After the win on Tuesday, Dallas won, so they needed a win to get back into things. Yep. Ranton and looking for his fiftieth goal. Um, yeah, just. I'd also like to point out the the Avs injured players: Makar, Landeskog, Helm, Lekinen. That you can literally create a top line out of those guys. Like you could create a full lineup out of those guys. You could, you could practically create a power play around most of those mm-hmm. guys. Helm, most of those maybe. guys would be top liners <laughs> on the Sharks. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, you know, Gushin gets a night off from going back really? and forth between the. I did not think that was allowed. I thought we were only playing Gushin from now on. Gushin must play every single game of the season. Just playing Sharks, Kuda, Sharks, Kuda, whatever. No, he gets a oh. night off. Adam Raska gets the call up from the Kuda. He had a plus one. Although, you know, he had a plus one. Give it to Raska. I mean, he had an okay game. I honestly wish they'd call up Robbins over Raska. Robbins can provide you, I think, more offense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also don't think they should have thrown That <laughs> just, I'm sorry, Robbins. Um, but Gushin had like a goal, with one goal with the Sharks, one goal with the Cuda, an assist with the Sharks, and then two goals with the Cuda. So he's, he's on fire. Glad they gave him a day off. Yeah, I'm glad he, he got one and is enjoying himself in San Diego, hopefully. Uh, Felix Chow on the on the Twitch. Of course, if you haven't already, we are also, along with YouTube, we are also live on Twitch and Twitter. So join us there as well. Um, we'll take your comments on Twitch and YouTube as we speak. So thank you very much for joining us. Uh, starting to get some of the com- uh, comments from the locker room. If you want to be a contender, we can't let these lapses happen. Yes, but you've been letting it happen all year. Isn't that kind of your thing right now? <laughs> I, I don't want to pick on Lawrence, but like y'all know, you're this has been happening all year. Don't act like this is new. Yeah, <laughs> Mikey J. Hurdle is just too one-dimensional offensively. He, yeah, by not scoring or doing anything with it, he's Hurdle's got. Been- it's been a rough run for Hurdle, for sure. Uh, first period, you saw uh, basically a quiet period. You know, Carlson gets a goal like 15 minutes in, and like not even a minute later, Colorado gets it back. Um, I but- thought the first period was one of their best periods they've played. Like I, They were actually getting chances against a very good team. And then the second period, it just all fell apart. But like, what's new with the Sharks? Right, but I like the pace that that that, that period went. 
no, in the yeah. first. I thought they, they had some chances. They generated some play. Yeah, they gave up a tying goal to Rantanen, who gets his 50th after Kakinen seems like... He, we'll he, talk about Kakinen. Yeah. <laughs> Where he seemed like he absolutely, you know, owned him. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, but that Carlson goal um, kind of left... That, and the puck was just sitting there in the slot, it seemed like, for... Carlson, he just pinches in to uh, get things going for the Sharks. one nothing, And then uh, Rantanen comes back because Rantanen's like, I need to score this 50th goal on Kakinen. Through his five hole. I don't remember if that goal was through his five hole, but the abs were breathing. Yeah. Uh, It was off a rebound of a McKinnon shot to tie it up at 1-1. And then the second period happened. <laughs> the, the abs had the first 10 shots in that second period. Like, that's how bad the Sharks were playing. Yeah. And by eight minutes in, uh, Rantanen completes his hat trick, gets the 52. <laughs> if he wishes he was playing the Sharks the rest of the way, he might get to 60 at this point. He might get to 100 at this rate. <sighs> Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, McKinnon in that in the middle of that, uh, his thirty seventh. So, uh, Rantanen had an assist on that, so that completes his four point night along with all that. Uh, but you know the Sharks would get something going in the second. You have Lawrence getting his career high ninth of goal of the season. Carlson had a lot to do with that, though. That oh, I jumped out of my chair when I saw Carlson do what he did. Eight the abs roster alive that was you know the sharks are bad this year but we can appreciate that basically ridiculous by themselves. right oh god yeah but uh especially when they showed the uh, zoom cam up from the upper bowl you could definitely see how colorado got confused when with the defensive assignment and that's where lawrence was left wide open yeah and uh, Carlson had that nice pass, almost with no look, uh, to get the last shining moment for the Sharks uh, to make it 4-2. Unfortunately, Myers would get back uh, a goal later in the period. The apple goes to the Long Beach native. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Of course, the Long Beach native gets an apple. Like, makes sense, right? Well, yep. He was looking sharp, sharp as cheddar. Uh <laughs> So uh, after one, it was 1-1. After two, it was 5-2 Colorado. Um, of course. Reminiscent of early on the uh, the, the season, uh, you know, uh, where the second period just was a nightmare for uh, San Jose. When is the second period not, has like not been a nightmare this season? Just constant, like just horrible second periods for the, the Sharks. The middle frame I thought wasn't too bad. It, but I mean, early. I mean, season. it could have been worse. I mean, they had such good pace going like from the first period. Like I thought, okay, they're. I mean, they took them to overtime somehow last game. I don't understand how. Yeah. And then it, they just lay an egg, which is normal. Unfortunately, so uh, Myers would get his second goal of the game. You go off his skate and in, beating Reimer to make it six-two. That's pretty much your scoring for the night. Uh, Really disciplined game all around. I mean, both teams, I think, had, like, maybe... I, I think they had, like, one one power play each. Yeah. Yeah. Something and like so, that. Yeah. So, nothing much on that one. 
there. Uh, another comment in from the locker room from Stephen Lawrence. Uh, last year it was more man on man. This year it's more zone. It was a learning curve, but the system is paying off. I mean, the broadcasters for some kept on talking about the Sharks like wanting to check more and like. I think I heard, don't quote me, I heard Quinn saying, like, yeah, it's not so much about skill anymore, it's about checking, and I'm just like... Okay. What about puck possession? What you about know? any type of skill? Like, are you just building your team around guys being able to hit? Well, if that's where we're going, then we don't need to worry about Connor Bedard coming here. Because yeah, we're going to leave for more grit. And you know how well grit works, Jules? Because, I, I mean, last last time I checked, you need pucks to go in in order... You need f- someone to score? Yeah. Like, then let's just have a full lineup of... Let's have a line of Gadjevich, VL, and Raska. One of those guys can play center, right? I, I At th- this have point, Have that yeah. be your top line. Please. Right. Just throw that throw that onto your top line, and there you go. Yeah, no, it's it's just r- ridiculous. Uh, if you're looking for grit, 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 you know, or, or are we just going to buy everybody off of Boston University, which well, you can't just win a game off of four check and checking. That's not how this game. We're not in like the 80s, not saying they did that a lot in the 80s, but like you can't win a game off that. So if Greer and Quinn are planning to build a team around checking and four check. That's great. And all you need that. But you also need speed because I think Quinn literally said we have to get faster. But then also we need to get grittier. So I, I don't know what this team is doing. Uh, if I see an attempt to trade Sharky for Gritty, no. Absolutely. Yeah, no, let's not trade Sharky for Gritty. I love no. Sharky too much. Uh, Gritty is overrated. Yeah. Uh, Nick Cooper with a $10 Super Chat donation. Of course, all the Super Chats go help keep the lights on with the website and such on here. Uh, he's saying Hurdle doesn't use his size. He should be a power forward with dangles and skill. He's taken the entire year off outside of the occasional game here or there. Can't happen next year. Sixty-four million, and you know. I mean, you're not wrong. I Hurdle had a Hurdle had a stretch there where he was really, really hot. But I've also noticed with Hurdle, he's kind of like he's on and off. I yeah. don't think Hurdle in his career has ever had a time where he was just only on like constantly. Um, so Hurdle's really much so like an on and off player, like, and it's just unfortunate because uh, Joe Will, as best Joe, Will. Joe Will, offered him like he has the eight by eight like sixty four million dollar deal now, and it's like you expect more from your like number one center. Um, so yeah, Hurdle's just having a bad year, but like who on the Sharks isn't except for Eric Carlson? Yeah, I mean he had his second best year as a Shark. Last year, that's how he got his big deal at thirty, with thirty goals. You know, but like we see that with anyone on their contract year. Like, of course. do we think Bo, Bo Horvat's going to go putting up the same numbers he has this year? No, absolutely not. I'm just shocked this isn't Eric Carlson's contract year. Um, hmm. you know, but yeah. Yeah, David Quinn, their talent level caught up to us over this two game series. <laughs> okay, great, but you're going to build a team off grit. And again, I don't know if Quinn directly said that, but like it's they're the guys on the broadcasters were like they have to check more. So I'm just like, okay. Yeah, no, they have to check more. Sure, if you want them to check more, that's fine. I get it. But what the, what does that mean? One, you don't have the puck. 
Two, you're chasing it. You know, come on. Uh, yeah, and I'm shocked the Av's talent level didn't get to them last game. But like you can you can forecheck, you can like grind them down all you want. You still need some skill. That's my thing. But the thing is, is that it, I think if you were to flip the results of these games, it would make a lot more sense if they had the six-two loss on Tuesday night and yeah, and the Sharks, you know, got a point out of this one. I think we'd be more understandable about this. But considering that you played so well against them and. The Sharks do better on when one? they have more young guns in their roster. Look at the lineup they had last time versus the Avs. They had Gushin in there, they had Pedersen, and they had Thrun, and they had Bordalo. Right. The Sharks do better when they have more young guns. They need younger talent to take over this roster and not your, I love, like, not your, like, I don't know, whoever the, who, Mark Edward Vlasic. You know, I couldn't think of anyone, but like they need more young guns and more speed because they're right. They're not going to win ever if they play like this. No, no. Uh, Stephanie in the chat, Parker and McLaren were our, our hard hitters. Missed those dudes. Their talent level. Where's our talent? It's nearly invisible. Well, we have talent. They just decided not to play it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But I will always say this. And I was, you know, growing up with this for years. In life, as in hockey, it takes goals to win. Mm -hmm. Just, I mean, that's what I mean, the Sharks taught me over the years. Here's the thing: you can look at the bright side of this. The bright side is Pedersen, the guy we traded Scott Reedy, the guy that was in the trade for Scott Reedy, mm -hmm. lighting it up like five points in six games. I think he's on a point streak. Like he's lighting it up. He's playing really well right now. Carlson is probably reaching a hundred points. I'm gonna say next game, maybe not versus the Oilers because Connor McDavid might explode. No. Um, Let it happen Carlson's on Saturday. Reach, yeah, hopefully it happens on Saturday. Um, but like you, we can look at like the bright side and like look, Gushin is lighting it up. Robbins is lighting up. Bordalo hasn't looked horrible. Um, he's gonna get hopefully get his first goal. So also there is a bright side to all this madness, but like it's a little foggy right now. Especially if the Sharks get like the sixth overall pick, this season would feel like such a like stab in the heart. I'm starting to get concerned a little bit with Bordalo. He had that one play on the tying goal in the first period where he didn't communicate with Carlson that he was letting go Rantanen, and Rantanen gets open for his 50th there. That wasn't a great setup I mean, yeah, from either I mean, one of them. I think Bordalo's also like an on-and-off type guy. I'm shocked they called him up, honestly, not going to lie. I was a little surprised because he was cold in the CUDA. Like, when they called him up, he wasn't lighting up the AHL like he did at the beginning of the year. So I don't know if Bordalo is just tired. <laughs> so I'm honestly shocked he got the call up to begin with. But, like, he hasn't looked like I'm not concerned for him, if that makes sense. I'm more just like he seems like an on and off type guy. Right. Which is also concerning. But, like, and you know what I mean? Absolutely. It seems like they, they've been a lot of the guys have been on and off. I mean, Hurdle had that first goal in Prague and then one on a Schneid. I mean, with yeah. Timo Meyer, which kind of started w with the team just falling apart early on. And just, I mean, know, this team seems, this team just with its consistency seems on and off. So I think if the Sharks were on, Bordalo would already have his first goal. You know what I mean? But the I Sharks agree. are also not on right now. Like, even they got lucky with their three game winning. Yeah. No, Winnipeg totally. forgot how to play hockey. Who else did they play? Um, 
Arizona's Arizona. Like, good job. You beat Arizona. Congrats. A lot of teams can say that. But, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I completely agree. And Ian was saying, you know, he was scoring again when they called him up, but I think he's hurt or tired. First season of a pro hockey is a bitch. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he was scoring? Uh, yeah. He he had, he, I mean, he was, he wasn't hitting, like, spot on when he got called up, but he, he kind of got uh, yeah. off his schneid a little bit. I was still they... shocked when they called him up because I thought he was cold in the CUDA. Yeah. Uh, another Nick Cooper oh, yeah. uh, super chat. Thank you very much. To be fair, hoping doing that like uh, uh, <laughs> letter Kenny there. Uh, Quinn, he has given up good minutes to the skilled young guys when they've been up, unlike Bob Wall. Uh, unlike what unlike what Rangers fans warned. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but I think Quinn also noticed what he was coming into and that he's going to have to. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I got this from uh, SJ Sharks Facts. Thank you, AJ, for that. After 27 years, the Sharks have allowed 300-plus goals in a single season. Last time was 1995-96 in 357, and the other two years were the first two years that the Sharks had in 91-92 and 92-93. Uh, I think that 92-93 when they actually hit 400. Yeah, 414 goals on there. So uh, way to go, Sharks. Yay. Good job. Good job. Good job, Sharks. That's not even the worst of the facts. That's, yeah. We're, I mean, it's just going to – it's just going to – yeah. All right. Um, so while, while, you know, Carlson wasn't the best on defense tonight – uh, you know, we, we do want to give them some stick taps. I'll let you have yeah. added shoes on that one. Um, so there are now six defensemen in NHL history who have scored 98 points in a season or coffee, Hotvin leech cannot pronounce that name. And then Eric Carlson. So Carlson is having a historic season and he also now has 53 points at home this season, which is the second most in sharks history other than Joe Thornton. Um, so in 2006, 2007, so Carlson, historic season. The man's ridiculous. Um, if you're curious for the Sharks plus minus, Carlson on the ice, they have a plus five goals. Even strength goal differential, Carlson on the ice plus five, Carlson off minus 61. Hmm. Ow. And sh- and Carlson doesn't play defense, by the way. I mean, no, not in this game, but like, you know, Carlson doesn't play defense. Yeah. They're not going to give him the Norris because he doesn't know how to play defense. Uh, it's, uh, you all- know. Tell tell me I'm wrong. He hits a hundred, he wins it. If he doesn't hit a hundred, okay, he's hitting a hundred. If he doesn't hit a hundred, I will be genuinely in shock. Yeah. Unless he's injured, which I don't think he is. But like, don't want to jinx it. He's hitting a hundred. He's a lock for the Norris at this point. Yeah. He, at least he should be. I know a lot of pe- I know a lot of teams, especially those who. Uh, follow east coast and the canadian teams are are moaning and groaning about about him but uh still uh, i i think it's for his for the taking there yeah he wins it either way yeah that's so, yeah so the sharks lose this one six two to the colorado avalanche uh we mentioned peterson two goals four assists in his last eight games yeah. gregor was silent on the score sheet so that ends his run uh, recently. LeBanc, uh, he had three shots on goal, but nothing 
nothing on the score sheet. He's tonight. played better recently, but again, he's on and off. Yeah, and I mean, the last 10 games coming into tonight, five goals, one assist, way to get it going in garbage time. Yeah, like thank you for that, Banker. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, yeah. <sighs> yeah, so uh, the Sharks will not have double-digit home wins. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think they're beating the Oilers, so I think they're sticking at what they are. What like they're at eight right now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so they're gonna finish. So, if they win win Saturday, it'll be nine. But I mean, they're not winning. If they do win, I'll genuinely throw a party. But like, I don't think they are. Make sure you join the party after the yeah. Sharks and Oilers on Teal Town After Dark. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button down below to be invited to the party. Uh, yeah, especially when Connor McDavid lights up the Sharks. At this point, hey, Vlasic will be paired against him because he's still on the first pair, eh? Oh yeah. Why not? Why Can't not? Wait. Why not? Oh boy. Um. <laughs> no, I do agree, Nick. That LeBank was one of the few players who actually showed up tonight. Like, I will give Banker credit where it's due. He has been playing well recently. Yeah. Um, and yes, Morrissey's also in the conversation, but like point-wise, no one's even close to Carlson right now. No. Makar might have the numbers, might have the pedigree because he is the defending champ, but he has lost uh, some time. He did not play in the in this two-game series. Uh, and at this point, really, why should he? Yeah, at this point, they have, like, what, four games remaining? Like, don't put him in there if he's not ready. And it sounds like he's not even going to be ready for the playoffs. So, like, give the guy a rest. I mean, yeah. the dude already has, yeah. Yeah. The abs are already so good. Yeah. It, it's like the Sioux. They're so fucking good. No, oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're ridiculously good. Yes. Um, Corey Massasak, kind of echoing what I had put on here. Uh, the Sharks will finish no higher than 28th, so they will have the fifth best odds. That means that they will pick no worse than 7th overall in the 2023. So by Sharks luck, we're going to get 7th, right? Yes. Now, that Great. being said, uh, Arizona lost tonight. Uh, congratulations to the Seattle Kraken. They clinched their very first playoff spot. Have fun playing against Colorado. Uh, getting demolished. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I, you good luck. Good luck. You're going to need it. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, if Arizona, you know, gains one more point or What's the Arizona's Sharks schedule? Or the Sharks lose one more point, then they they will finish up uh, at 29th, which means the fourth best odds or sixth overall. That's most likely going to happen there, so uh, we'll so, be on the lookout for that. So, so Arizona's playing the Ducks, Kraken, and Canucks. Now, Ducks have nothing to play for. Kraken, Kraken are going to be resting their top guys. Probably. Well, maybe is there... I don't know. I'm trying Honestly, to see I'm if they have if they Ducks even have a chance to. Sorry, I, no, I, I'm trying to see if if the Kraken even have a shot to getting to the three spot. Uh, Probably not, because I think they're. Hold on. Yeah, they're at 96 points. LA's at 100. Edmonton's at 103. So four would be eight. 104. They have a shot at getting the three, but LA is. At 100, it'd be tough to, for them to fall apart 
right yeah, now. LA really has to break down in order for so, that to happen. But most likely Seattle will open up against the Central Division champion. And it's been going back and forth between Colorado and Dallas. Minnesota lost a tough one tonight yeah. against Pittsburgh, which would have kept them in kept them in there. Now they're two games back. And Colorado has a game in hand on Dallas and Minnesota. So here's my thing even i think whether it's the stars or the abs seattle's not making it through i think this was a surprising year for seattle i think any like honestly i was not like i knew they were going to be good i wasn't like expecting to be this good if that makes they started the year really hot and then cooled down so i think whether it's abs or stars seattle's not making it through now they're going to like sweep them because i said that but you know hey you never know and and shane wright and the Windsor Spitfires yeah. were eliminated. They got they got swept by the OHL Rangers, right? Yeah, I believe, I believe it was yeah. Kitchener. Kitchener, yeah. So maybe Shane Wright becomes comes an back. ace for comes back, plays three C for them, or plays like two C, or plays on the wing with Beniers. That the, the Seattle has a really good prospect pool. Also, like they have Beniers and Wright down the middle. Like Sharks fans, look at like who the ducks have down the middle look who have the kings down the middle <laughs> it's scary for uh it's scary it's really scary and to think at the moment the I ducks could get bedard yeah the ducks can make bedard. <laughs> and we all know they're just pairing him with mctavish on that yeah. first line yeah they're not gonna have him play center they don't need a center yeah. they they'll put him on the wing yeah it, it's uh it's interesting. I mean, and Ian saying, yeah, huge upset there in the OHL. Um, so, yeah, that'd be, see, you know, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, what, AJ, what are you saying? Would it be amazing to see a Sharks defenseman complete the greatest individual season for a San Jose Sharks defenseman only to be traded by in the offseason with four years left on his contract? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. If, I mean, it, this is the summer to trade Eric Carlson if Greer is actually going to trade Eric Carlson because he's not repeating this next year. If he does, okay, wow. But I, yeah, we'll see. I, and, and kudos to him staying healthy. I mean, yeah. it's been, I mean, it hasn't. Listen, been, if he played this way in 2018 19, we win the cup. If he did not get injured in that series, we we win the cup. Like, I don't think I'm the only Sharks fan who feels that way. Yeah. If, if Carlson is healthy, or at least semi-healthy, I think they do a little bit more the rest of the way. Yeah. You know? But that's yes, that's what the, happens in the playoffs. Yeah. And yes, the worst nightmare is the Ducks getting Bedard. Yeah. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Like, I was telling that to Puck Guy before we went on the air. Like, worst nightmare for me. Like, I don't... He can go to Chicago, but just don't give him the Ducks, please. Yeah. I mean, ideally, out of it all, uh, I mean, with those four... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean Chicago. I mean Columbus is the is the best bet. Chicago, just because I'm tired of Chicago, and they might literally move the Winter Classic from Seattle to Chicago if Bedard comes in. You know. Oh no, they absolutely will. I mean, but, I also wouldn't be too upset with Montreal, the Canadian, if the Canadians got him, because I feel like that would be really. I just don't see it happening, but I would not be too upset with that if that makes sense. Yeah. <sighs> Ian saying Columbus is the only right answer. No, you, you're 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 not true. wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're I'm not just wrong. like knowing our luck as Sharks fans, it's gonna be the Ducks. No, I'm kidding. But like, you're not wrong. Um, I would love to see Columbus kind of 
you know, get that. But the I also want the sharks. The T. No Chicago. They deserve the long rebuild. I absolutely <laughs> agree. <laughs> oh, jeez. Proud Hedrick. I have a severe ear infection and it's nowhere close to being as painful as how this shark season has been going. You're you're not wrong there. He, he, also, here's the thing with this draft. You miss out on Bedard. You land on Adam Fantilli, who had like a historic NCAA, uh, NCAA season. Like, I know that Michigan's out now, but yeah. like the dude's also fire. Like in any other year, the guy's going first overall. And I don't mean the person to be like, pounding at that door but i'm just saying get hype for fantilly because Fantilli's also a player why can't the ducks win a damn game because they have no goaltending and they're like a minus 100 yeah e- even <laughs> though john john Gil- gibson is uh i think he's out- good is he wasn't he injured or is i hallucinating that i don't remember ah uh, that i have not seen so cool so i was hallucinating well <laughs> careful with that <laughs> financial um, accounting will do that yeah school will do that i'm so sorry i i will say let's we're gonna we're gonna kind of throw back things a little bit we're not gonna do an intro but we will do a wraparound because we gotta call out a few things you mentioned it earlier about minnesota mm-hmm. or excuse me michigan michigan lost to Quinnip- quinnipiac yeah i hope i'm saying that five two in the frozen four minnesota uh beat, beat denver beat uh bu excuse me yeah bu BU, Sorry, David Quinn. Yeah, so if if, <laughs> if Quinn and Greer are upset tonight, well, you know. That's why the Sharks didn't come out on time, because Quinn was too upset about the BU score. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, Logan Cooley lit it up. That Arizona prospect is so good. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Let's see what happens when you pick a decent one. Yeah. See uh, what happens when you don't give up the third overall pick? Um, Tim's the soul. Tim's Sorry, Sharks fan. Oh yeah, uh, Pavelski, nine hundred and ninety-nine points. Yep, that's what I was getting at. He had a yeah. goal and two assists tonight. Yeah, gave the gave Sharks fans a shout out on the. Po- I think that was post game or in, during an interview, at least tonight. Yeah, uh, Timo Meyer gets two goals. Uh, of course he does. Uh, in in an eight-one shellacking of, of Columbus, uh, he gets to forty on the year there. Um, Who's ready for New Jersey versus Rangers? I'm so hyped for that series. Oh, that's going to be a fun one. Tampa Bay, Toronto is going to be a good one. Tampa or Toronto lost a tough one in overtime tonight. After I'm sure, a, Steve Dangle's happy. Uh, yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure he's thrilled losing to Boston again. Doesn't trigger <laughs> warn him at all. Uh, as we said, the Kraken clinch a playoff spot uh, for the first time ever. And, and this was one, when I was trying to look up the women's world championships because USA opens Friday against Switzerland, Canada, Saturday, division two women's Mm. world championships. Where is it being played? Mexico. I love that. Mexico beats Chinese Taipei two nothing. I know that's kind of irrelevant, but but I love how it's in Mexico and it's growing the game It's the women's, uh, second division world championships, yeah. which is awesome. So, uh, speaking of awesome, let's let's briefly. I mean, we talked about you know Daniel Gustin, but let's strike up the intro for the Barracuda. Ooh, Barracuda. We got to give some love out to Ian Reed, who gives all the Barracuda games uh, on the Twitter machine. Uh, and he was witnessing, you know, a nice shellacking 
of the Barracuda taking down the San Diego goals, which they should, six to three. I'll I'll give shout outs to Ozzy Weisblatt for a hat trick. You will give your love to Yeah, Mukamadulan. Guys, oof, four I think he had a four point night. Was yeah, I'm excited for him. He's yeah. I mean the Barracuda were like it was kind of a must win game for them against the goals. And the goals are like crappy, I know that, but like Ozzy starting to heat up, Mukamadulan starting to heat up. Yeah, that was a really good Barracuda game. Indeed, Arendelle looked great in that one. And everything did I say most? I meant to say all, but I think one. <laughs> and so, stay taps to you, buddy. You've been trying to do as much as you can around here, as much as possible. I appreciate you on that. The Barracuda, uh, I believe now. I think they come back home. Uh, I don't remember their schedule. Yeah, uh, they have the back-to-back home games to finish out their home schedule uh friday night 7 p.m against colorado uh 6 p.m oh, on saturday night against colorado as well that's fan appreciation night so it is a hockey day in san jose nice. sharks play at one o'clock on saturday against edmonton and then 6 p.m at Texas arena the cuda take on the colorado eagles uh good seats still available for both so, so- so here's my thing. Let's say the Cuda make it into the playoffs. We all know they're getting just demolished by Coachella, right? Because, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I feel like either way, they're like it's great to get the experience, but, like, they're also just going to get their asses kicked up and down the ice by Coachella. Yeah, and, and how that works in the Pacific Division playoffs, uh, the three games, the best – excuse me. The best of three um, will – uh, be all in the one barn so Coachella would get all three games potentially yeah all the time I develop hiccups which is great <laughs> You're excuse good. me You're pardon good. me for that so uh, Tucson is at 68 points uh, both teams have four games left on their schedule yeah. uh, Cuda are at 64 so they're four back uh, so they need some help uh, Tucson and, and they're also playing Tucson their last two games of the season so that's going to be a big, big, so big like, one. It could be decided at the last game, for all we know. Yeah. Uh, Ian, help me out here. Who Do you know who Tucson has left on their campaign? Because I know that the Cuda have the two against Colorado, and then I believe it's the two on the road in Tucson, but I don't know who they have in the meantime there. So, yeah. Uh, that'll be an interesting um, one down the road. So are they... I think they have the two games versus Texas Stars and then the Barracuda. Oh, okay. So yeah, that, Texas. It, it can come down to... It can come down to that, those two sorry, games in Tucson. Sorry, I just read Return of Merkley. Ha ha. <laughs> LM. Yes. I love that. Hey, we're winning that trade right now. Just like to say, I think Jerk also pointed it out on uh, Pugnologist, but we're winning that trade. Yeah, the the thing is, the thing is, is that he's been scratched in Colorado too, and the worst thing that's going to happen is that you know that's so Sharks, okay. uh, is that that's like Merkley getting like a hat trick in front of the fireball. Oh, a hun- no! Don't get me wrong; he's going to light up the Sharks, no <laughs> doubt. Yes, the return so. of Merkley game. So for the remaining schedule for the CUDA, Friday, Saturday against Colorado at home at Texas Arena. And then next Friday and Saturday, they finish up the regular season at 
Tucson. Uh, for Tucson, they have the Texas Stars, uh, two games, and then the CUDA to finish out their regular season. So yep. a lot to be on the line for this one. And, of course, Coachella Valley is going to be still trying to fight Calgary for the top spot in the Central. Yeah. So, so it's either Dustin Wolf or uh, Coland. Take Pick your poison, CUDA. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that one. Uh, but what else you're going to be looking out for is After Dark following Sharks and Oilers Saturday afternoon. It is a special 1 p.m. start time. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. I believe I'll be checking in with uh, Ian and Jules running the ship on on Saturday afternoon. So be on the lookout for that. I don't know why I'm being, repeating myself, but apparently I am. I don't know. I, it's it's 10.54 at night. I'm ready to pass out. So uh, Ricky saying, do you think Pearson can keep up this point pace next season? Um, I mean, I think he's making the Sharks out of camp. I don't know where I don't know if he's going to get a shot again. Like I, he might like he'll have to fight for the top six. Um, I don't think he'll be given that per se because you're adding guys like Eklund and I think G- Bordalo and Gushin all have shots. So I think he'll he'll make the roster. I just don't know if he'll like play with like hurdle like he is right now. So it's hard for me to say. I don't know. We'll see. But I think he is making the Sharks out of camp. Right. Could be an interesting one. It, I, mean, I mean, no matter who the Sharks draft. It's going to be interesting to see who yeah. who makes this lineup and who on the CUDA fights to make this lineup. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of guys have a shot. It's just depending on, you know, if also like the Sharks, like it also depends what like the Sharks decide to do and who Mike Greer decides to go out and sign in free agency with whatever cap space they have. Um. So, yeah. So keep it here. Uh it's going to be a crazy off season and it will really commence on May 8th at 4 p.m. with the uh, draft lottery oh. for sure. It's yeah. going to be fun. So be on the lookout for that. And in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple or Google Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud, di- uh, Discord. <laughs> The Discord following the show tonight. Yeah, I'm probably getting in trouble. Uh, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, Amazon Music. Of course, if you're on the YouTube channel, leave a comment down below if you're not watching us live. And of course, hit that like button, subscribe, and the notification bell so you know when we do go live. Always available at tealtownusa.com. So with that, we'll bring this show to a close. And the Sharks will bring their home schedule to a close on Saturday. Jules... Uh, great show as always. Your final thoughts. Great show to you. And we're hopefully the sharks lose. Hopefully the sharks lose. That's all I have to say. And and hopefully the ducks, hawks, and blue jackets find a way to get one more win out of them to make it interesting. And if the ducks get bedard, hmm, hmm. <laughs> You'll remember that three-game winning streak. <laughs> remember that- the three-nothing shutout to the Jets. Remember that three nothing shutout to the Jets, the seven two annihilation of the Coyotes, mm-hmm. and the four three win versus Vegas out of all teams. Yes, in overtime. Mm-hmm. That sets back this franchise ten years. Nick, I agree with you. Lose every game. We can only hope. So, Jules, thank you. 
everyone in the YouTube chat, thank you. And thank you to all you viewers. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Again, we'll be back following Sharks and Oilers Saturday. And until then, keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. We'll see you Saturday afternoon.